you know? Yeah. You know, I was talking a few weeks ago about how we are gathered and scattered and, you know, stuff that I'm reading about at the moment. And then just, you know, we, as we gather together, we encourage one another, we build one, one another up, and then we scatter. So we go to Italy, we go to Cambodia, we go to Glanwilly, we go to the coffee shop, we go wherever we go, and that is fantastic. Brilliant. Um, I started talking to everyone about the benefits of eating dried grapes. It's about raising awareness. <laughs> Shout out to the people uh, wondering what the opposite of in is. <laughs> that, that's a Shout out to the people wondering what the opposite of in is. You know, if you think swimming with dolphins is expensive, you should try swimming with sharks. It costs an arm and a leg. <laughs> I, I got into a fight the other day with one, three, five, seven, and nine. The odds were against me, I tell you. <laughs> to the person who stole my trainers and my high vis jacket, you can run, but you cannot hide. Do you want some more? <laughs> to the person who stole my glasses, to the person who stole my glasses, I will find you. I have contacts. <laughs> I heard there's some puns going around so yeah. with, with your brothers, and yeah. so I wanted to enjoy that. <laughs> so. Hey, if you've got your Bible, um, let's go to Jude. A book of the Bible we don't often go to. And we're going to look in Jude, there's only one chapter, and we're going to look at verse 20 and 21. It says this, But you, dear friends, must continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith, and continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. Live in such a way that God's love can bless you as you wait for the eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ, in his mercy, is going to give you. Let's read that again. But you, dear friends, must continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith and continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. Live in such a way that God's love can bless you as you wait for the eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ, in his mercy, is going to give you. Fantastic words, so in line with what Holy Spirit is communicating and speaking to us about this morning, about building, about love, about prayer. Let me give you some um, information about Jude. It's, it's um, a book that maybe you've never read or you've read once or you might know it well. Um, Jude is most likely one of the half-brothers of Jesus. Um, scholars are pretty sure that's who he is. In fact, his name was probably Judas. But because of the Judas Iscariot, um, people believe that he, he used the word Jude, name Jude rather than Judas because of the, um, the history of Judas. But anyway, he is one of um, the half-brothers of Jesus. And interestingly enough, and I'll tell you why it's interesting, um, 
he, like Jesus' other half-brothers, didn't believe that Jesus was the Son of God until Jesus was resurrected. So before that, he was, they thought he was just one of his, their brothers. Um, but in, obviously when he was raised from the dead, they understood the deity of Jesus Christ. The letter was written around AD 65. And until recently, the um, book of Jude has been described as the most neglected book in the New Testament. But people are, are getting into it now a bit more and understanding it more because there was some sort of um, discussion about its validity. It's likely that Jude... It's helpful. I hope this is helpful because when we read books, it's helpful to have a bit of a background and a context of, of, of where, and where he's coming from and who he's writing to. Um, it's likely that Jude was one of the first people, one of the first Jewish Christians to have fled Jerusalem at the time of persecution. If you remember the story of Stephen being uh, stoned to death, then, then the, the Jewish Christians fled Jerusalem after that. And so it's likely that Jude was one of the, those people that first left Jerusalem. And they would have then lived, lived in the outskirts and other places. So um, it helps us understand where, where he's writing from. And for me, it's really interesting how Jude starts this letter. Because he says this in verse 1. This letter is from Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. And remember, I said he is a brother of Jesus. So he could have used his um, status as a brother of Jesus differently there. Yeah. He could have said, um, Jude, a brother of Jesus. But he doesn't. And it just shows us the humility of Jude. The humbleness of Jude. I, I think it must have been an interesting transition for Jude and all of his brothers to go from being the brother of Jesus, of course they still are, then to being a follower of Jesus. And so I think this is why Jude is saying he is a slave of Jesus Christ. So as he's introducing this letter, there's no doubt of who he is and, and his belief in Jesus as the Son of God. And then it says this, I'm writing to all who are called to live in the love of God, the Father, and the care of Jesus Christ. So this is who he's writing to. Those that are called by God, those that are loved by God, and those that are cared for. He's talking to us. We are called. We are loved. And we are cared for. So what he has to say is of great importance to us. I'm going to look in verse 20 and 21 today and just pick out a few things and just take the, the verses apart to help us understand and help us remember things. It says this in verse 20, Continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith. Continue. Why is, why is he using the word continue? Well, I believe the reason he uses the word continue is that it means it's a lifelong thing. It's not a one-off thing. It, it isn't we just build, we become a, a follower of Jesus and we build our life upon it and that's it. It's a continual thing. It's not a one-time thing. It's something that we, we are to be doing all the time. Mm. Building our lives 
on the most holy faith. Building our lives. There's no end to it. This is not a one-time thing. To build. To build is an activity, isn't it? You know, it's something we need to do. Um, I can't, if, if I've got these bricks here, and um, <laughs> funnily, I'll give you a funny story about this, actually. I was, I was with Daniel at the back there, and we were trying to get this um, Apple TV to work. And, and just in the middle of it, didn't I, Daniel said, do, do you know, have you got any bricks? Okay. And, and, and Daniel thought I wanted a brick to throw uh, uh, into the TV, you know. But I can, I can look at these bricks but unless I pick them up, unless I do something with them, unless I build with them, that they're never going to be built, aren't they? The house is never going to be built without us actually doing an activity. So, so when, it, when, when Jude is saying continue to build, continue to build, it's a, it's a lifelong thing. We should be doing it all the time, building our lives upon the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. And so... There's another significance I, I love in, in this, taking this verse apart. Continue to build your lives. Now, um, my version says lives. I don't know what yours says, but I'm going to use this version today because this is the one I read. But um, Jude could, say, could have said, continue to build your life. But he says lives is plural. So for me, that talks about community. That talks about togetherness that yes, we are to be responsible for our own individual growth um, and knowing Jesus better and knowing him more and building our life upon it. But there is a responsibility, there is an idea about community here, that we are to build our lives. And that comes up further in the verses that go after. It says, show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Just letting us see that it's a community thing, this building our lives. And then I just mentioned before, you know, this, when we gather together, this is the time when we can encourage one another, we can challenge one another, we can build each other up with the love of God that's overflowing from our hearts and our lives. Continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith. You know, without a foundation a building will fall. And we can, um, we can build a house without a foundation, but it's not a very good idea, is it? Because it will soon fall. Uh, or we could maybe build our, our lives on the wrong foundation and it will still fall. But Jude is encouraging us and we encourage one another to build, to live our lives on the foundation of the holy faith, which of course is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ who, who, who came, he died and he rose again. That's our faith, our faith in Jesus Christ, that he is the son of God, that he came and we have this great message, this great commission, as we were told earlier, to go and tell others about Jesus. This is the faith that we, our, foundation, our lives will be built upon, this faith in Jesus Christ. I put at the bottom of my slide there, we can also see this echoed in 2 Peter 1. Um, in fact, that is, that is one of the things that people had. You know, I remember I said about Jude, there was some discussion about his validity. 
Some people believe that Jude was just copying what Peter wrote. But um, I, don't, I don't think that. I think he's bringing another aspect of it. But uh, let's go to 2 Peter 1, because you, you will see the similarity of, about building our lives upon the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. 2 Peter 1. This letter is from Simon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to you, all of you, who share the same precious faith we have, faith given to us by Jesus Christ. Yes, the foundation of your holy faith, our God and Savior who makes us right with God. May God bless you with this special favor and wonderful peace as you come to know Jesus, our God and Lord, better and better. Better and better. There's that building, you know, that we, an activity that we are to build, know Jesus better and better, lifelong learning, lifelong um, building our lives upon the faith that we have in Jesus. As we know Jesus better, his divine power gives us everything we need for living a godly life. He has called us to receive his own glory and goodness. And by that same mighty power, he has given us all of his rich and wonderful promises. He has promised that you will escape the decadence all around you caused by evil desires and that you will share in his divine nature. So make every effort to apply the benefits of these promises to your life. Then your faith will produce a life of moral excellence. A life of moral excellence leads to knowing God better. Knowing God leads to self-control. Self-control leads to patient endurance. And patient endurance leads to godliness. Godliness leads to love for other Christians. And finally, you will grow to have genuine love for everyone. I'll leave you to, to, to read the rest of that because it's a powerful, powerful passage of Scripture which encourages and, and challenges us to build our life continually upon the foundation of our faith in Jesus Christ. That everything that we have to be enabled to, to live the life that God has called us to live is already within us, but we need to know God better and, and build our life upon it. Jude goes on to say in verse 20, continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. And this was the verse that really stood out to me and, and drew me to, to writing today's uh, message. Continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. So we have that continue again. It's a lifelong thing. It's something that we are to be doing all the time, to be praying to be uh, praying, not only praying, but praying as directed by the Holy Spirit. Some versions will say in the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, and I, 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 Both are equally good, but I like this, as you are directed by the Holy Spirit. Because it, it speaks of an openness, it speaks of a humility, it, it speaks of a servanthood that we are being led by the Holy Spirit in what we pray. You know, we have had some incredible prophetic words over us individually, but as a church and as an area about prayer. Words like, we are going to be stronghold busting. If you listen to the, the, the prophetic word from Clem Ferris to this area that we are going to be stronghold busting, that strongholds are coming down. Yeah. Um, when we had David and 
Greta Peters with us. They talked about us as a fellowship having new life of prayer, of powerful prayer, of new levels of intercession, new levels of prayer, that we would be called a house of prayer for the nations, that we would be a powerhouse of prayer, and that we would run with a new fire of passionate prayer. This is the words that are spoken over you, spoken over us about prayer. So when we read this from Jude to say, continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit, it causes me to say, I want to be directed by the power of the Holy Spirit in my life so that we may be able to see these strongholds broken down, these strongholds busted because of the power that we have, because of the authority that we have. And it causes me to ask this question, if, if Jude is saying, continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit, Therefore, it must mean that there are times when we don't pray by the direction of the Holy Spirit. And so that's my provocation. That's my challenge to us today. Do we pray in our own strength or do we pray by the leading of the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives? Because I believe if we want to see strongholds coming down, if we want to see these things happen in our lives, then we must be led by the Holy Spirit in our prayers. And so that's the challenge I believe I want to bring out from what Jude is saying there. By the power of the Holy Spirit. If you read um, just before, in verse 19, you can see the difference here that Jude is talking about because he says, um, now they are here and they are the ones who are creating divisions among you because a big section of Jude is talking about the divisions that are in the church and also that people are building their lives on the wrong foundation. And so um, he says here, now they are here and they are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They live by natural instinct because they do not have God's spirit living in them. And so we do have the Holy Spirit living within us. And so we walk in that authority and we walk in that power as we allow the Holy Spirit to, to, to guide us and lead us in our life of prayer. Um, other scriptures to just, um, to, just to build that up, to, to bring um, some strength to what we're saying. Ephesians 6 verse 18. If you know that passage, you know what this says. But I will say it. Verse chapter 6, verse 18 says, Pray at all times and on every occasion in the power of the Holy Spirit. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all Christians everywhere. Flick over to the next letter. Paul writes in, in Philippians chapter 1, verse 16, I think it is, 19. Um, he says, for I know that as you pray for me and as the Spirit of Jesus Christ helps me, this will all turn out for my deliverance. You see, we see the power of the Holy Spirit helps us in our prayers. Um, and there is power in our prayers. And then Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27 says this. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our distress. For we don't even know what we should pray for. Do you ever wonder that? Listen to this then. For we don't even know what to pray for, nor how we should pray. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings and that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. This is the power of 
praying in the Spirit. And, and I don't believe, you know, Jude is just talking about praying in tongues. He's talking about praying under the direction of the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, Paul may be um, hinting towards sometimes we pray in our, in our heavenly tongue when we don't know what to pray. But also I believe he is saying that when we don't know what to pray, ask Holy Spirit. Ask him for direction to what to pray and he will speak to you. Yeah. Of that, I can guarantee. Yeah. If we are open Absolutely. to the Holy Spirit yeah. speaking to us, he will speak to us. Mm. And we often talk about that, don't we? About being led by the Holy Spirit and tuning in to yeah. that voice. Yeah. And so let me encourage you to be people that do that. As we spend time with the Holy Spirit, as we spend time in his presence, listening to the Holy Spirit, I believe that we will see these stronghold busting prayers happen in our lives yeah. and we will be a, a house of prayer, a house of prayer for the nations. Mm. You know, so we, when we spend time with the Holy Spirit, we, we can know what Holy Spirit is, is leading us. Maybe he's asking us to pray for someone. And so we get our, our phones out and we text them or we call them or we write them a letter. Um, or there might be a, a situation that we need to pray for. I, the amount of times that I have been praying and I've heard Holy Spirit just drop someone's name into my spirit and I immediately contact them and say, just had you on my mind praying for you. And they say, and later on I'll see them and say, I don't believe how, how incredible that moment was yeah. when you text me. I, this had just happened or this was just about to happen. And so that is the power of the Holy Spirit, of being led by the Holy Spirit. Learn and live in the power and the authority of the Holy Spirit that will lead us and guide us. This is powerful. And so um, Jude goes on to say, um, live in such a way that God's love can bless you as you wait for the eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ in his mercy is going to give you. Live in such a way. When I, when I read this, what, what is... What is Jude saying here? Live in such a way that God's love can bless you. It's quite a personal thing, isn't it? Um, live in such a way that God's love can bless you. As you wait, he says, for the eternal life that our Lord Jesus Christ and his mercy is going to give you. Live. When I think of live, I think immediately of John chapter 15 where Jesus talks about remaining in his love. And that when we remain in his love, I believe this is a clue to what Jude is saying in as much live in such a way that God's love can bless you. Because if we go to John 15, um, verse 9, this is what Jesus says. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey me, you remain in my love. Just as I obey my Father and remain in his love. I have told you this so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. I command you to love each other in the same way that I love you. And here is how to measure it. The greatest love is shown when people lay down their lives for their friends. And you are my friends if you obey me. 
I no longer call you servants because a master doesn't confide in his servants. Now you are my friends. Since I have told you everything the Father told me, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. I command you to love each other. Jude says, live in such a way that God's love can bless you. And I believe, I'm adding, God can bless others as we live, as we remain in his love. For Jude to mention this, it suggests to me that we can live in a way that we cannot be blessed. Here's some provocation for you. If Jude is saying, live in such a way that God's love can bless you, you know me, I always ask the other question. If Jude is saying this, then there must be a way that we can live that God cannot bless us if we are being told to be reminded. And so the challenge is this, to live and remain in his love. And when we step out of that, we step out of the blessing over our lives. And so if you're struggling with that, let me encourage you to get back to the foundation of your faith, to build on the foundation of that faith, to pray as the Holy Spirit directs you, and to live in such a way that God's love can bless you. And we do this, Jesus tells us in a a beautiful way, in, in John chapter 15. How do we remain? How do we live in the love of Jesus? By obeying Jesus. By receiving his joy, and that joy will overflow. And then the commandment that Jesus says is, love others as I have loved you. Lay down your life. Have we truly done that? Have we truly laid down our life to allow the love of Jesus and the joy of Jesus to overflow into those that we communicate and we live for. Because then, Jesus says, you will produce fruit. And that fits so beautifully. I won't go into it today. But it fits so beautifully into Galatians 5, where Galatians 5 talks about the fruits of the Spirit, but also Paul talks about the way that we should live our lives in step with the Holy Spirit. And when we live our lives in step with the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit will be evident in our lives and that we will be, it will be a measure, as Jesus says in John 15, of, of the blessing of Jesus over our life, but also of, the, of producing fruit. And he says, I command you to love each other. It's not just an idea. It's not just a thought. He says, I command you to love each other. And so we must listen. We must obey what Jesus is saying to hear. So, this is not eat, pray, love. This is build, pray, love. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the film. I haven't. But um, I think it's eat, pray, love, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Build, pray, love. Let's build our lives upon the foundation of the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. Let's pray as we are directed by the Holy Spirit. And let's live in such a way that you remain in his love and that you remain in the blessing of Jesus in our lives. Build, pray, love. 
I wonder if we could stand as I come to an end. I want to finish this off as Jude finishes off his letter because it's, it's a great thing. So just stand to our feet. Some people use this as a benediction um, at the end of a service before we leave one another. And it's a great benediction. And, and, and I want to pray it today. But before I do, let's just remind ourselves of what Jude tells us. Continue to build your lives on the foundation of your holy faith. Continue to pray as you are directed by the Holy Spirit and live in such a way that God's love can bless you. Build, pray, and love. And now, all glory to God, who is able to keep you from stumbling, and who will bring you into his glorious presence, innocent of sin and with great joy. Wow. All glory to him who alone is God our Savior through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yes, glory, majesty, power and authority belong to him in the beginning, now and forevermore. Amen. 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 Praise God. Thank <laughs> you.